This is the Word of God from the household of David Church. It is a message designed to raise men after God's own heart. Listen and be blessed. Just worship Him. Blessed be your name. We give you praise, Father. You do miracles. You are awesome in all your ways. Blessed be your name, Father. You are worthy to be praised, to be adored. You live forever. We love you. We worship you. Blessed be your name, Father. We give you praise, Lord. We worship you. Thank you for your mighty presence here this morning, for the anointing, for the grace. For yokes that you are destroying, for bodies that you are lifting, for transformation. We thank you for all the testimonies we have recorded. We give you praise, Lord. Blessed be your name, Father. We press into your word by your Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name. Is somebody alive this morning? Can you just rejoice before God? Hallelujah. Glory to God. Have you come into a very beautiful year? Are you sure 2022 will be more outstanding? It will be a year like no other one. Hallelujah. Fullness of joy. Hey. You know, it means that prayers will be answered like never before. The scripture you read when we were praying in the morning. Uh, John 16. John 16, 23 and 24. Let's read this scripture just now. John 16, 23. Just give us that scripture. I just want us to look at it before we have our seats. Hallelujah. And in that day, now, this is that day. <laughs> you shall ask me no question. This is Jesus talking. Uh, it was yet to go to the cross then, so that was why he said, that day, not now. Because I have to die before the day will unfold. Now, verily, verily, I say unto you, if you shall ask anything of the Father, what is the meaning of anything? Anything means... <laughs> <laughs> if you ask anything of the Father, He will give it to you in my name. You see, there is power in God's word. When you read a scripture like this, it's good to quickly pause and make a request. There is what is called the anointing for the moment. The unction for the moment. 
Sometimes as you read a portion of the Bible and a scripture comes alive to you, do what that scripture says immediately. Because there is, at that moment, there is an anointing that is present. If you shall ask the Father in my name anything, he will give it to you. Lift up your two hands quickly. Can you make a request right now? Anything in my name. I didn't plan for this. Anything in my name, he will give it. Oh, glory to God. We are going to walk out of this service. having received so much from the Father. Whatsoever, he will give it. Oh, Jesus, we give you praise. Hallelujah. Say amen to that. Amen. A louder amen. amen. You know, some try to say, or oh, to make that request two, three times. God is not there, brother. It doesn't mean much to God. It doesn't rate the seriousness of the battle by how many times we repeat it. Father, pay my rent. He has heard. You don't need to say it. <laughs> Hallelujah. Verse 24. This is the main verse. 24. Either to you have asked nothing in my name. Ask. And see, it's giving an assurance that when you ask, what follows asking is receiving. You shall receive and to what end? That your joy. Oh, glory to God. <laughs> you know, many people still don't know that God wants them to enjoy life. Some Christians feel guilty enjoying life. I'm not talking about sinful pleasure. Enjoying life the right way. You're on a vacation and you're by an ocean and you are riding, cruising a boat, and you are feeling guilty. Because you believe that you are pleasing God only when you are on the mountain praying. It's good to pray. It's compulsory. But that doesn't mean a believer cannot enjoy life. As a matter of fact, I have discovered that the more you love God, the more you love life also. You know, so many people don't enjoy the moment. I, I don't know what they will say to God on that day. Do you enjoy when you are at home? See, you might just have rise to it. Celebrate like somebody. So many people all over the world can afford to eat everything, but their health will not allow them to eat many things. A good appetite is a blessing. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yes, it is not good to sleep too much. But sleep is a blessing. Have you been sick before that you could not sleep? Pain can stop you from sleeping. So when you want to sleep, sleep like a king. With joy. 
sing over your food at the inside the kitchen. Just enjoy yourself even before you enjoy the meal. Life is good, not with LG, but with Jesus. You know, <laughs> when we're in school, and I was in Vesel Badon, they will, they will, then they will paste our results on the wall. And then an announcement will go around. Sometimes they will just add some of the lecturers. You know, we, in every school, I'm sure your school also some very wicked lecturers. Some will just put the results out in the nights. They don't go and put it on the wall. And then news will start spreading around all those stairs out. They put the result there. And some people, immediately they will rush to go and look at it. So I told a lady one day, your friend's birthday is in the evening. Don't go and look at the results. Until you have enjoyed yourself, eat, have a nice time, then go and check the results. And if it's not very favorable, you've already eaten the food. I said, but if you go and check now, and it's not a nice result, your appetite will disappear. She did, and that was exactly what happened to her. She went to check, she didn't like her score, and she could not even go for the birthday again. <laughs> and I said that to say so many people are you are watching let's say Abejoye don't mind I just saw it during the week I just saw it so it's shocking me so I, I like I just say part of just a part of it I mean very good editing beautiful pictures and beautiful storyline you know you are watching or whatever you are watching you will not watch with joy because tomorrow morning there is something you are going to answer in the office. Now, whether you fret now or not, it won't change what you are going to answer tomorrow. Why don't you enjoy today? And Jesus said, let tomorrow take care of itself. You had an issue with a friend. And for the next two days, you are still wearing that mood. And the person said, okay, we'll talk about it next Monday. And now this is Tuesday. And you are sad till that next Monday. The person has said, next Monday we'll talk. Between now and Monday, have a good time. Are you with me? Yes, <laughs> Glory to God. Let me read something to you from Psalm 37. That will be our foundation for both first and second service. I want to talk about in love with my father. How many people really love God here? Wave your hands. If you know that you love him. The Bible says God is love. He has so much Love in himself that he himself is love. But he enjoys it when he is loved. His own love is unconditional. He loves people at all times. But he means a lot to the father. When he finds a mortal man who loves him. 
And this is the secret that people must get into to walk in abundance, in health, in peace, in grace, in prosperity. Psalm 37 verse 4. This is a very powerful scripture. When it comes to a relationship with God, there are levels. You can serve as a duty. You can honor God out of respect. You can pray because you are afraid that if you don't pray, demons will overpower you. You can pray because you think if you don't pray, you will offend the Father. You can pray because you want to walk in spiritual authority. Fine. There are many things that you will not be able to assess in the world if you are not a person of prayer, even though they are already available to you. No doubt about that. But you can also pray, which means spending time with your Heavenly Father because you love Him. All other reasons, their lifespans, they are very short. If you pray to walk in the anointing, when the anointing comes heavily on you, you might stop praying. There is this key word in this scripture, very powerful word, delight. Delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of oh hallelujah what is the meaning of delight to take pleasure in something to enjoy something enjoy doing something how many people enjoy God or you are enjoying God hallelujah Many endure him. Only few people have come to the point where they are enjoying God. The Bible said, delight thyself in, also in the Lord. He will give you the desires of your hearts. I believe everybody watching me this morning, those who are here and those who are watching, you have desires. You have desires. Things that you want God to do in your life. But the Bible says, if you delight yourself, by the time, Bible study time, prayer time, your fellowship with God has moved from an obligation, from duty to a delight. You enjoy His presence. You enjoy spending time with Him. You enjoy being with Him. You're obsessed by it, it, it's something you can't. The affinity gets so strong, you reach a point where there is nothing you desire that you don't receive. Have you said this morning? Thank you for standing for a while. Are you with me? Hallelujah! <laughs> there is nothing. There is no one to compare with you. I take pleasure in worshiping. I take pleasure. It's not a body. He worshiping. I take pleasure. 
in worshiping your Lord. You see, what I've just said, that was the secret of King David that separated him from all other men in his time. In love with my father. When God, when you are at a point when God can never offend you, when you can never, you can't find fault with him again. Your Lord. Hallelujah. I would like to use two men as an example. Maybe I'll use David's second service. I would like to start with Solomon. At a pleasure in worshiping. At a pleasure in worshiping. Your Lord. <laughs> the Bible talks about if you don't love men that you see, how can you say you love God that you do not see? Anyone who doesn't love the church of Jesus Christ does not love Jesus. Anyone who says he loves a man but he hates his wife is speaking nonsense. But for a man to say, I love your head, but I hate your body, that is a very absurd statement to make. So when you hear people say things, let me start by saying, or oh, I've started already, the body of Christ will not be a perfect body. But if you truly love the Father, you will love his body. It will never be. And I have said it to people in this church before. There are too many ignorant people on the face of the earth. What is church turning to? Because they, they, one pastor has done something, somebody has done something. It is true that we are prophets of bows across Africa and Europe and everywhere. But it's not new. Paul said, I told you before, many walk whose God is their belly. He used the word many in the time of Paul. So it is not new. Elijah confronted the prophet of Baal. It is not new. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yes, in the Corinthian church, they came for communion and they got drunk in the church. There is nothing happening that is new. Man will be man forever betrayer backbiting and they will remain part of human beings forever but there are not reasons for you not to they are not an excuse not to walk with the father as you should i said that just to say that when it comes to loving god on top of it yes there is god that you love but it is also demonstrated in loving god's people regardless of how sinful they are are you with me Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Let's start from that scripture again. Delight yourself in the Lord. It will give you the desires of your earth. First King chapter 3. And we start from verse 3. First King 3, 3. I just want to show you a demonstration of this. First King 3. And then we start from verse 3. First King 3. Hallelujah. Is somebody who made this morning? Don't look too quiet. Say amen. amen. Can you shout, Father, I love you. Father, I 
Everybody read this together. Verse 3. One, two, go. One more time. What's the next thing? Verse 4. Next verse. How many people here want this blank check? If God tells you to ask you for anything, can you tell your neighbor what you are going to ask? Somebody say, ha. Ah. <laughs> Jesus Christ ah. only few people even in the Bible got this opportunity and one of them was blind Bartimaeus that Jesus saw that he was blind but he asked him that what do you want and Bartimaeus said that God I might receive my sight if I was the one I would say wait Lord can I have a paper and Bible because number one I will recognize the fact that I am standing before the almighty that there is nothing I can ask that can be difficult. That he will say that, ah, this one that you asked, you, I didn't think you were going to ask this one no, before making that promise. The Almighty does not talk like that. Hallelujah. The Bible said God appeared to Solomon. And he said, what do you want? But the whole thing started with Solomon loved the Lord. Love must be demonstrated and there are about three aspects of it in what you give in the time you spend with a person these two legs of what the third one I many other what to say about the person everything but these first two they are so strong they your love level how passionate you are about the person can be measured by these two things the amount of time you are willing to spend with the person and the amount of resources you are willing to spend on the person they show they they can be the yardstick to measure your love for the person so if a man loves a woman and you can't even sit down for more than five minutes to talk with the person then it becomes a love that should be questioned and then when you say you love somebody, I love my son, but you can't buy anything for the boy, you can't give anything to the boy, then there's no love. In other words, God will never appear to Solomon. He never presented this offer. And after Solomon, he did not present it to any other king. He was waiting and watching. The second time God appeared to Solomon, I think that's in Second Chronicles chapter 8 or so. Solomon one day again offered this one, Bible says he offered 1,000 burnt offering. The next time he offered 122,000. And the Bible says that night again, God appeared for the second time. The two times, now what people don't know, there are actions 
there are steps that a mortal man can take and can get God's attention straight away. We will see in second service, Solomon must have learned some of these things from his father. That draw nigh unto God and he will draw now to he has already taken the first step in Christ Jesus. Now this is how it works. There are things you do that you start up an equation. You start up a process. You start up something in God. God said nothing. Solomon said nothing. Solomon woke up one man and said, I know this love that I came to have for this God must be demonstrated. So he offered a thousand. Then God said, okay, now, Solomon, what do you want? And then Solomon did it again years after and God appeared again. I don't know why he did not do it again the third time. God only appeared to Solomon two times. By the third time, he had become a backslider. Hallelujah. As we begin 2022, 2022, I am calling the church to this thing. This is the act of Christianity because of this promise. Romans of 1 Corinthians, Corinthians chapter 2, verse 9. Let's read. I just want us to start the year on this note. But as it is written, let's read it together, everybody, loud and clear. Everybody say after me, some things have been prepared. Say it again. Say it one more time. For who? <laughs> God had prepared for them that love him. And the Bible says, what eyes have not seen. Oh, there are miracles that are coming this year. Now, many of you will actually work in blessings that have never existed before now. There is, uh, there are miracles. People say what God has done for one, he will do for another. It is true. What about God doing for you what he has never done for any man? In this story of Solomon, God told Solomon that I'm going to give you riches and wealth, wisdom that nobody before you had and nobody after you will have. There are miracles, two things. God can begin something new with you so that you are the first person to receive that kind of miracle. Again, God can, so after you, then others are beginning to receive. God can also do something for you that he might not do again. He is almighty. When Joshua says, soul stand still, and the earth stood still. And the Bible records after that, that after that day, never again. There are miracles that happen in the Bible that only happen one time and never happen again. Higher. In this year, in the name of Jesus Christ, many things will happen in our lives. Amen. Things that have never happened before. Have you heard of maybe you have never met somebody that a whole estate was given to in one day? And that person might be you. <laughs> oh, glory to God. <laughs> Thank you, Lord Jesus. This is what this year is all about. 
the key to this, the key. Sarah was a 90-year-old woman who gave birth. I don't know whether that has happened, but I've heard, I, I have seen about a woman of 65 in deeper life also who gave birth, 65. But Sarah, 90. I am letting people know God is ready to waste any anything, resources on anyone once he can ascertain the fact that you love him. That is what I'm telling us this morning. And this is what saints should work on. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Let me end this way. Anything that you do for God this year, do it passionately. Serious passion. Serious passion. Oh, glory to God. I told you a story. I was just a very young guy. Somebody came to see my father. I can't remember the exact amount then. Maybe 200 that just came out or so. Somebody gave me and I saw, I said, this is nice. And then I decided to give it in our church. Just a church around my house then. My father's friends will come. They will want me to buy something, let's say 20 naira. They will give me 200 naira. I will buy and I will give them each other. They say, take it. And that went on and on and on. I have tested certain things. Last, yesterday, when I was at Wabe, Pastor Kingsley was ministering and he said, somebody gave him $200 and he told him, well, this is our first time of having dollars. Let's give it to God. And then somebody gave them six thousand dollars shortly after that and told that let's give it to god and then ten thousand and then somebody gave them one hundred thousand dollars and he said no let's give it to god until we have a million dollars see it's 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 not so much about what we give we are supposed to give god looks at the quality of your hearts do you think god first do you think God first in everything? Do you think God first? Yeah. An opportunity might be given to you to go to a nation or resource center or somewhere you have never been before. What happens the first five minutes when you get there? God first or God lasts? One of the reasons why some don't do well in the place of prayer, they pray when they've done every other thing. And some pray only because they are taking lights and the film is off now. So now it's dark. There's no fuel in generator, so you pray. Ordinary human beings can tell if you are using them or you love them. especially women they know very well no matter what you say they can tell whether you truly love them or you are just using them and then every woman wants to know exactly every married woman that she's number one in the heart of her husband not someone else and not something else you may say to them old covenant that i'm god i'm a jealous god it is true i don't want to go uh, maybe second Saturday, another we look at this 
Aaron asked them, God told Moses to ask them to give an offering, Exodus 25. They gave, and God used to make the tabernacle. Aaron asked them to give an offering of gold, and they gave, and he made it golden calf. God was so angry at what they did, and you know the rest of the story, which I don't want to go into, maybe today, maybe second service will look a bit to that. Whatever gold is in the hand of a Christian can be for the making of the temple or making of mammon. The same gold and the same people. One of the two. Are you following what I'm saying? Yes, sir. God watches. All my life, I've always prayed that all believers on the face of the earth, all Christians across the face of, across the world, we get to a point where everything about you is not natural it is supernatural everything about you heavenly father wants to do exactly what i read now fulfilling the desires of your heart but there is a question to answer it's a question of how much do i really love him the person that wrote that portion in the book of psalms said i was glad when they said unto me let us go into the house of the lord at workers meeting yesterday i told them that when it comes to Oh, treating first timers well, greeting people. It's just a matter of one of the churches, requires church, and I've been there once in California. The pastor doesn't need to talk about this. All members of the church park very far. They allow visitors to park very near. Any good thing they leave for visitors. When the church is crowded, members sit outside and allow guests to come inside. So when you love God, there are actions that will be coming from you. You will just love other Christians and other people that you see. It is true. I say you can force workers to greet, to love people. But see, if this love has conquered your heart, sincerely speaking, generosity will flow from you naturally. When you see people, you are the first one to say good morning. Something has happened inside. You have learned to look away from yourself and look at others. That's what the love of the Father does. It conquers greed completely. It's no more about you. We don't play the doctrine of false fruit here. But I find it amazing or amusing that I get a job and the first salary is to buy suit and shirts. I will surprise myself that's what I want to do. So I have prayed. God has granted me a job. I'm going to do the job for six years and I cannot give the first salary to God. As soon as they pay me, I am in shop rights. Shopping. God is not angry that you are doing that, but the question is, where is your heart? Hallelujah. Is somebody with me? Yes, sir. So I have seen on Facebook the debate of us, and people do this because people hate to give. Some say that they are, I don't <laughs> our Father, our Father who art in heaven, Amen. Hallowed be thy name. A time comes, and in the name of Jesus, I pray for everybody. You want to pray for five minutes, but you are there for 15 minutes. Because you take pleasure worshiping. Before you drive from here to Oba, you are taking four or five songs without planning. All of a sudden, 
you'd find yourself not worrying about anything again. You can't be bothered about anything, anything life. What a life. Pleasure in God. It's church, you hear me? Our mission says people are passionate about transforming with the principles of the kingdom. This is where the kind of people that God is raising in these last days. And they are the ones I'm speaking to now so that there is no length that God cannot go for you. Sincerely, I knew what I told them on Wednesday that the only reason why the flight to Nigeria that I came in on the 31st was not cancelled from GFK was because I was there. I was sharing with him and he said that they didn't cancel because we were there. Everything pointed towards there, and I let the council 75 international flights. But not my cause, I needed to be at the all night. Whatever was going on in America didn't make sense to me again. I just needed to be at the all night. And I told you from 10, when we were supposed to board in the night, Thursday night, they said boarding will now be 11. From 11, they said to be 11. From 11, they said to be 12 30. 12, they said to be 1 30. 1 30, they said to be 2. 2, they said to be 2 45. One flight. And the Spirit of God told me, keep worshipping and keep praying in the Spirit. Finally, by three, they got us into the plane. And for 45 minutes again, the plane did not move. And I was calculating. By that time, three o'clock in America in the middle of the night, will be 9 a.m. in Nigeria. I said, Lord, 12 hours in the air. By the time we get into Nigeria, which is six hours ahead of America, I went to Nigeria just at around 10 p.m. or 11. Before claiming your bag, what last time would have ended. That was what was in my point. He said, keep praising me. And the pilot announced. I don't know how many times I've been to GFK to and fro. The shortest we've had was about 11 hours, 15 minutes. Pilot announced. He said, good news. The route they asked me to take will get to Nigeria in 8 hours, 46 minutes. That night I came in just before the watch night service started. What length? There is no length God can go. If I have to go to JFK tomorrow, I'm too sure that it will be 11 hours, 30 minutes. That's that was, I was telling the pastor, I said, that's not normal. Many of you have traveled many times. Have you ever seen JFK to Nigeria in 8 hours, 46 minutes? What creator of the universe, what can you do? What can you do for your sake? The ship that Paul was inside was going to crash. And Paul, God spoke to Paul in the night. For he said, I have given you victory. And because of you, all prisoners will be saved. Mercy that extends beyond you to people around you. Isn't that what you want? Yes, sir. Cousins and uncles are enjoying your grace. Even those who are not Christians, for your sake, God is preserving and reaching out to them because there is something going on between you and God it was God Abraham standing before God that saved Lot who was living in perfect disobedience Abraham didn't even tell God exactly what he wants if they are 50 he moved to 40 he moved to 30 he didn't say Lord you know why I'm saying all these things I get causing for Sodom 
save him. But God knew what Abraham wanted to say, but he was afraid of saying. Abraham actually thought that if he told, if he told God that one cousin, it might not mean so much to God. So he started with 50 people. But you see, God can because of you. I, oh, glory to God. I will never forget some things. I mean, even me shocked me then and it helped my faith. Maybe he's watching us now. He told me that his wife watches HOD. He's a daughter in Bahamas now. And I'm calling his name. His name is Shoshobukola. He's a daughter in Bahamas. He was my senior in secondary school. And he said that time, that year, that he prayed and he told God that jam should be shifted. That's, that should be 1994. By six months. Said because he still wanted to read more. Check the records. I remember that year that jam was moved from June to December or so by six months. One boy was praying in one small room and a policy. I, Karuse Indroshita, Ligoski Lamande, a lawyer said that many years back, Nigeria had a concern then that to be able to practice on your own as a lawyer, you must have served under another lawyer for five years. Five years. And he went to pray on the third year, wanted to move. And the Lord gave him the scripture. In the day that thy wall shall be built, the decree shall be far removed. That's Amos or Uzziah or so. In the day that thy wall shall be built, the decree shall be far removed. About some weeks after that, this president Buari also was the president then. This happened many years ago. And he announced on TV that the number of years we now spend to be able to establish our own chamber is now for five years reduced to three years. One man, for the sake of one man, an entire nation changed a policy. I prophesy to everybody, for your sake, not only organizations, not only, but government kingdoms will make adjustments because of you. The ship of Tashish will wait for you. Policies will be reversed for your sake. Policies will be adjusted for your sake. The Lord will go before you. He will show you His love. He will show you His power. He will show you the almightiness of His glory. In the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Oh, glory to God. Thank you for being a part of our broadcast. You know, we never like to end without giving you an opportunity to make Jesus Christ the Lord of your life. Coming into Christ is beyond joining a church, is beyond a religion. It is joining God's family. And that is done when you believe in Christ Jesus. So I just want to lead you right away now. If you, are, if you want to give your heart to Christ, just say after me, say, Lord Jesus, I believe that you died and rose again and that you paid for my sins. I accept you as my Lord and my Savior. And from today I belong to you. If you have said those words, will be late. You are born again. You are part of God's family right now. You can go ahead and rejoice about it. God bless you. We love you. God bless you.